Because it is the morning after with Nick and Big J. Michael Tabar is an icon, man. Especially if you grew up when we grew up in the 80s watching television like MacGyver. Watching movies. He was all over the place, man. And a pretty successful movie career at that. Bands like Power Station back in the 80s in the pop world. Well, he's transferred over. Doing some rock music now. And things are good. He is back with a brand new album called The Key to the Universe. And he is on the phone with us right now to talk about all things. Michael DeBar. Michael, how are you, sir? You know, it's amazing. And you can call me, sir. I'd love being called, sir. <laughs> <laughs> good, good. I demand it. I demand this respect. <laughs> um, how's it going? It's going great. I mean, it's, it's just such an exciting time for me, you know, to have this album. I'm so proud of it. It's just a rocking record. And I, I was thinking about you guys. And the fact that I can do this and I want to do this is just so wonderfully inspiring. And it just gets me up in the morning, gives me a purpose to rock and roll, which is what I've wanted to do since I was 14 years old. And I've been afforded this great privilege of being able to rock, you know. And I, I just love it. It keeps me alive. You know, I mean, like you said, you've been doing this a really long time, and, and you've had some some experiences with a lot of amazing bands. Talk about maybe just putting together some of the folks that that helped you put this album together. Uh, is is a pretty amazing list of uh, of bandmates that you have. Yeah, incredible band. So lucky. You know, uh, Nigel Harrison, my 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 dear colleague and collaborator and friend, my oldest friend from Silverhead. You know, we were kids, we were teenagers when we did all of this. Silverhead in the early 70s and, and created glam rock, mad, decadent band in velvet pants and lipstick and hashish. I mean, it was you know, amazing. And he's on bass, great writer, Clive Dean on drums, Robert Plant, Jeff Beck, Portishead, Radiohead, incredible pedigree, great drummer. And then on guitar, Danny Robinson, who is just a brilliant black guitar player, lives in Prague. And last and and by no means least, Bob Rose producing, who was just brilliant and stripped it down to its essence and gave us the confidence to be able to just relax and play some great rock and roll music. So it's just an amazing experience. You know, uh, you're no stranger to uh, to playing music. You've been doing it for a very long time, but it, it had been a while uh, since you had put out an album, certainly studio-wise. Ha- has the process changed for you at all, the way you went about it, how you guys put this thing together in the studio? Because music is so much about digital and technical crap this day, these days. Has it changed at all for you in the studio? You know, it's a, such a great question, and the answer is, um, in my head and my soul, I was in 1972 making this record. I, I, I really um, have no uh, desire to manufacture a record. I know that playing uh, live is very different from making a record, but what we try to achieve, and I think it's there in the grooves, if you want to use a final reference, you know, <laughs> which I do, um, you know, it's all done on analog, so it's very, we did it live. We, I went there to Rome, where we made the record uh, with a bunch of lyrics and a couple of licks and, and a vibe, and just um, got together with these guys, and, and we, we collaborated and made it happen in that studio. So therefore, there's a real liveliness to it, you know. And what you guys play is music that is really hardcore rockin' music that is felt by the people who are performing. You can't go in and overdub a bass line. I mean, to me, this would be like, you know, Modigliani coming in and going, you know what, the nose isn't right. I'm going to go back 100 years later and fix it. It's, it's, it's an absurdity. So I believe in going in that room, making the record, looking in each other's eyes, and so to answer your question, somewhat in a long-winded way, uh, we did it as loud as we could, Nick. Yeah. 
You know, that's um, that, that's that's rock and roll, and that's something that's been missing for a little bit, I think, in music, and it's starting to make a comeback, that's for sure. And, and I think what you just said there has a lot to do with it. Yeah, I, I, there's a lot of, uh, you know, I, I had this show on Little Stevens Underground Garage, and I get exposed to a lot of new bands. There were some great bands out there. But what has been lost is a couple of things. One is, I, I think that the whole feeling of enigma, mystery, and secrecy behind the rock and roll is that, so you don't know everything about that person. I mean, we know what Kim Kardashian had for lunch, God help us. It was probably Kanye. <laughs> and, 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 you know, and this, is, <laughs> this is not rock and roll. I mean, you know, there's a certain mystery that's missing. And I think that's because of the Internet. Now, I, I, I believe in the Internet because I believe in connectivity, but... I believe that too much information, man, destroys the idea of having a relationship with that music that you can adopt as your own. And I believe music has to be authentic and it has to be raw. My kind of music, I mean, I'm not denigrating anybody else's kind of music, but there are some bands that are doing it. The Stripes, you know, from, from Ireland, are just terrific. Jack White, of course, has reinvented the, and nuanced the past into what he's doing, Black Keys, etc. Blues-driven rock and roll is I, I think you're absolutely accurate in saying it is making a comeback. Uh, talking to Michael DeBar, he's got a brand new album called Key to the Universe. You can check it out now. Uh, it's definitely worth doing exactly that. Uh, you had focused on your acting career for a while and then got back into the, the world of rock as far as studio is concerned. Never stopped playing live, but what was it that triggered you and said, hey, you know what, I have a passion for this again. I want to get back. I want to put out a record. God, I love your questions. Um, uh, you know, it is just that, passion. Um, after a while of, of killing people on telly, look, self-expression is about expressing yourself. You know, as an actor, you're really sort of fulfilling somebody else's vision, right? I mean, I don't want to sound pretentious here, but th this is what it is. As an actor, you're acting somebody else's ideas. For me, I got to a point where, you know, I just wanted to get out there and play rock and roll music and play my own songs and interpret songs that I really believed in, that had an emotional thing that attracted me and the band, of course. Um, and, and, and that was the decision. The decision was, Michael, what do you like doing best? And the thing that I like doing best is what you guys do, you know, just play music. Mm -hmm. So stand in front of a microphone, sweaty club is my favorite thing. And, uh, and and rock and just close my eyes and, and drift away like Dobie Gray into a rock and roll paradise. You know, uh, along with that is, is style. And, and some people just have it. They just have that that thing that, that a lot of people don't might not have or maybe they haven't found in themselves. And whether it's been acting or musical career, you know, I'm looking at pictures of you and you just have a rock and roll style about you. Is, is it just something you think is, is a person is born with or do they find that somewhere? Well, it, it, it's both of those things, and what we're talking about here is the real thing. Now, I would never, ever categorize myself as the real thing, because that sounds so pretentious. It also happens to be true. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know, the, the, the thing is, is that, listen, when you're 16 years old, and you're looking at Sidney Poitier and Lulu's by your side, and you just saw Jimi Hendrix play last night, and you're, you're born in London, what am I going to grow up to be, a dentist? You know what I mean? I mean, you know, I, I grew up in a world that the streets were paved with velvet. You know, there, there, there were polka dots in the air, and uh, and Brian Jones was in a phone booth around the corner. I mean, I, I grew up with this stuff. It's not something that I assumed. Now, 
subsequent generations want to be Brian Jones or want to be Keith Richards or want to have John Lennon tat on, you know, coming off a plane. You know, all of the images and silhouettes of rock and roll. But I was born into that. That was my childhood. That was my youth. And coupled with the idea that I love the romanticism of Lord Byron. So essentially, you know, I'm Lord Byron with a slide guitar. You know, I mean, it's like, you know, there's just a combination of history and events that, that determined that, you know, I would wear eyeliner and marry the queen of the group. <laughs> you mentioned this in passing, but you also do a show uh, on Sirius XM as well. How do you like uh, doing the, uh, the radio DJ in front of the microphone side of things? Well, you know very well that it's a great gift to be able to be giving music to people. So what it does for me, since I make music, is it gives me another side of it where you feel generous in in the fact that you're giving something away that isn't you. So you don't become this narcissistic fool that I was in 1972, (laughs) where I was just completely obsessed with uh, myself. And of course you are. I was 20 years old, whatever. I'm trying to learn you know, what it is. Well, what it is, is the ability to give. Because to give, you then receive something. So to play other people's music is a blessing. And I can get out of my own head for three hours, you know. Um, and, and that's a beautiful thing, as you know. The album is called The Key to the Universe, Michael DeBar. It's great catching up with you. Both Jay and I are fans of yours musically and on the screen. So thank you so much for sitting down with us for a little while. We appreciate it, man. Oh, it's absolutely my pleasure. Keep doing great work, Jay and Nick. And I I, I just um, am so proud that you guys carry this flag and wave this flag because I do too.